If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. More Bay Area hospitals are sounding the alarm on winter viruses. Marin County is now feeling the strain with emergency rooms seeing twice the amount of people typical for this time of year. Most are sick with RSV or the flu, which have both doubled just in the last three weeks. COVID cases are also rising again, meaning three viruses are spreading at the same time going into this busy holiday season. RSV, the flu, and COVID means that we're currently in what experts call a triple-demic. Children's hospitals in San Francisco and Oakland are already out of beds. Health officials say if anyone is feeling sick, you gotta stay home from work or school to avoid spreading infection. And of course, before you identify what your sickness is, make sure to take a COVID test. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Well, AAA is warning travelers of possible delays ahead of this Thanksgiving. Um, they think that Thanksgiving travel is actually going to return to the levels we saw before the pandemic. Uh, so the agency is urging you, if you're traveling, to leave in ample time uh, to get to your holiday destination. So this Thanksgiving is actually expected to be the third busiest holiday travel season since the year 2000. Uh, so plan ahead. Pack your patience. Don't forget that. That's probably the most important thing, uh, whether you're driving, flying. I also saw a lot of people are opting in to take trains and buses and other forms of transportation to yeah. get where they need to go. Uh, so it's going to be pretty busy out there. Oh, yeah. I'm driving down to Southern California on Thanksgiving Day, and I'm definitely worried about it. But I think it'll be okay. Just going to be safe as possible. Uh, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani are among the stars bringing holiday cheer to New York City this season. Blake and Gwen will be on NBC's annual Christmas and Rockefeller tree lighting and special. And Blake and Gwen will be performing their song, You Make It Feel Like Christmas. If it'll play. (laughs) Sorry, we got a bunch of stuff installed and that's not going to play. So, oh. There we go. We're still fixing things here in the Froggy 92.9 studio. Jimmy Allen, Dan and Shay, Brent Eldridge, and Mickey Guyton are also a part of the holiday special. And it's great to see country music represented in front of a global audience. The Christmas and Rockefeller Center special airs November 30th from 8 to 10 p.m. on NBC. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. All right, <clears throat> Thanksgiving. I'm calling about Thanksgiving. We are hosting Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving miracle. If you have any questions about how to cook a turkey for Thanksgiving, just call the Butterball hotline. The number is 1-800-BUTTERBALL. You know, I tried to call that one year. Oh, yeah, I they remember did, they that. They didn't answer. It's messed up. Well, hopefully when Did you they, call... You think they got caller ID? <laughs> they're like Amber <laughs> Henderson again. <laughs> oh, forget that. Also, the phone number is 800-288-8372. And the hotline's going to blow up this year because more of us are doing small get-togethers apart from each other, which means more people are cooking turkeys and not everyone knows what they're doing, including I would say me. most... Oh. I would say most people don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So don't feel bad. Yeah, I I do feel bad because I'm going to be calling the Butterball hotline. Please help me. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, but my questions probably won't be as ridiculous as the most wild and crazy ones. We've actually found the most ridiculous questions people have asked the Butterball hotline. And here's what we found. Um, <clears throat> Looks like someone said, 
I carved my turkey with a chainsaw. Is the chain grease going to adversely affect my turkey? Question mark. Why, why a chainsaw? Why would that be your first instinct? I mean, they do have electric like knives and cutters. That's what my dad uses. That's not a chainsaw. That person said, forget that. I'm busting out the chainsaw. Go, and go big or go home on this one. We're getting this turkey done fast. Uh, someone also said, I left my turkey outside overnight to defrost and a raccoon got to it. If I cut off the part that the raccoon got to, is it safe? I don't know. <laughs> no. I don't know. Also, <laughs> just <laughs> the family dog is inside the turkey and can't get out. I cannot believe someone asked that. Yeah, I don't know how small the dog was. <laughs> Tiny. Uh, someone else said, I'm a truck driver. Can I cook the turkey on the engine block of my semi while I'm driving? If I drive faster, will it cook faster? That can't be real. <laughs> no one actually thought that they could do that, right? <laughs> believe it or not, someone actually thought they could do that, according to a Butterball expert. Well, someone also asked, can I... <laughs> Can I thaw a frozen turkey by wrapping it in an electric blanket? <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of not a bad idea. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Hey, Do you know someone who ever got stuck on a toilet? <laughs> Just stuck right in the middle of it. Uh, so I did a workout the other day that made my legs extremely sore. And it, they were so sore that I could not get up off the toilet. <laughs> That's how you know you had a good workout. Yeah. I, well, I was just, I was sitting there and I was like, oh, no, I'm stuck here. And I had to physically like put my hands on the toilet seat. Luckily, I was at home and like push myself off of like launch myself off the toilet with my arms. Man. I'd do that for like three days straight. See, I would have just asked somebody for a pillow, maybe a fort and a TV and said, well, this is my home now. Oh my gosh. Imagine the hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> Stay. That is so bad, Tanner. Oh. Have you ever, I mean, have you ever been stuck on a toilet before like this or am I just a freak? So I well, have we never that. been. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, that's that's unwritten. So I have never been stuck on a toilet. However, my mother has been stuck on a toilet. She was having some back problems and she was in the restroom and I just hear my name being shouted down the hall because I was the only person home. And she goes, Tanner, you're never going to look at me the same again, but I need help off the toilet. I helped my mother off the toilet. (laughs) Yeah, there are times when we're going to have to help our parents and they they don't like it. Yeah, I don't get why they don't like it. And she laughs and jokes now that she says, I'm going to be the kid that changes her diapers when she gets old. And I go, Mom, I'm not doing that. I'm going to hire somebody yeah. to do that. <laughs> I told my mom the same thing that I was back in Georgia last May helping her get off the toilet. So, yeah. you know what? It happened. That means we're the reliable kids. <laughs> <laughs> the only ones. All right. We got Jeanette from Healdsburg on the phone. Jeanette, do you know someone who got stuck on the toilet? My ex-husband's mother. She fell asleep on it for almost two hours. We couldn't find her. Oh, my and gosh. By the time we found her, she had literally suction cupped herself to it because we couldn't get her off it. We had to actually take the feet off of it and take her to the hospital and have it removed. And oh. they had to literally take it off the toilet and take her and pick her up and fireman <gasps> carry her out to the car. Oh, my. And then take her to the emergency room to have them take it off of her. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. 
really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Amber, I want to say thank you because you unlocked a childhood memory for me the other day. You brought up the PBS show Zaboomafoo. Hey, hey, I totally forgot that show existed. It seems like it was a fever dream, but Zabumafu was great. I'm I'm really surprised that you remembered. I thought maybe it was a little before your time. No, I used to watch the show with my brother all the time, and I brought up the show to my girlfriend last night, and I said, Amber reminded me that Zabumafu existed. Did you ever watch that show, you know, with the monkey? And she looked at me a little bit puzzled, and she said, Tanner, that was a lemur. Oh, well, a lemur is a monkey. It's a primate. So yeah. You're not wrong. It is a monkey. Yeah, but she straightened me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, if you, if you can't remember what Zabumafu is, just check out a YouTube clip of it. it. It was an old PBS show in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. So apparently, I can't identify animal species from children's TV shows. <laughs> so right now on the show, we're going to play a game called Name the Children's Show Animal. So, Amber, I'm going to name an animated TV show character, and you got to guess what kind of animal it is. I oh, have gosh. an A, B, and C option. Okay, let's do it. All right, here's number one. What kind of animal was Arthur? Was Arthur A, a bear, B, an anteater, or C, an aardvark? He was an aardvark. That is absolutely correct. Right on the money. Uh, so according to study.com, anteaters and aardvarks are similar looking animals that are actually different species. Okay. There's my very delayed correct ding right there. <laughs> I hope delayed it is. All right, here's number two. Speedy Gonzalez from Looney Tunes. A, a mouse. B, a cheetah. Or C, a honey badger. Uh, I believe Speedy was a mouse. That is correct. All right, here's number three. Goofy from Disney. A, a boar. B, a dog, or C, a cow? Goofy was a dog. That is right on the money. Yeah. I so it was, <laughs> what was the other one? The actual dog's, what was the dog's name? The dog? The dog dog. Oh, I have no idea. The dactyl, oh my gosh, why can't I think of it? Anyway. We'll report back okay. again <laughs> on Froggy 92.9. Again, we are playing Name the Children's Show Animated Animal. What about Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh? A, a pony. B, a zebra, or C, a donkey? Eeyore was a donkey, or is a donkey. That is correct. They actually took his name from the phonetic spelling of the sound a donkey makes. Oh, I didn't know that. Eeyore! Eeyore! <laughs> All right, here's the final one. If you get a perfect five out of five, Starbucks on me after the show. Sandy from SpongeBob SquarePants. A, a squirrel. B, a rabbit. Or C, a chipmunk. I think Sandy was a chipmunk. That is uh, Sandy the Squirrel. Squirrel, that makes sense. But she's brown. <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. There is a change.org petition, sorry, petition, petition, uh, demanding Disney bring back Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow in the next Pirates of the Caribbean movie, movie, and it's actually nearing 1 million signatures. Margot Robbie is reportedly going to star as the lead pirate in the next Pirates movie. 
Uh, Johnny Depp was removed from the role because of all his legal trouble, troubles with Amber Heard over the past couple of years. Um, and I looked at this petition has actually been around for years. It was created pretty early on in the legal battle between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Uh, but Depp fans felt like his firing from Disney was unjust as the allegations against him had been proven. So Johnny Depp has come out ahead in his defamation trial against Amber uh, and fans insist there's just no good reason to keep him blacklisted any longer and they should put him in Pirates of the Caribbean 6. Um, but with the news moving forward that Johnny will not be a part of that and Margot Robbie is going to star in the lead role, uh, that change.org petition has generated more traction. Uh, new signatures can be seen getting added every minute. Uh, I just looked right now and the petition has actually reached north of 8 million names and they've updated it to say, let's get 10 million names on here. Look, I love the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. The first one is a movie that I hold dear in my heart and Johnny Depp is a fantastic actor and I'm not a movie exec, but I think it's about time to wrap it up. I, I don't want the Pirates of the Caribbean to become a whole Fast and the Furious situation where they just make... 80 until everyone's just completely over it if we're not already um and personally i don't see margot robbie as a pirate but she could prove me wrong pirates of the caribbean 6 could be an absolute you know wonderful movie uh but what do you think do you think it's about time for the pirates franchise to wind down do you think johnny depp deserves to be back in the role as captain jack sparrow or do you think that margot robbie deserves a chance what are your thoughts got something to say call me up you can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Do you have a Thanksgiving tradition? What is it? Here's Charles Kelly's from Lady A. Just a kiss on your lips in the moonlight. One of my most uh, memorable Thanksgiving memories was probably the first year that me and my two brothers decided to uh, start our annual eating contest where we ate throughout the whole day. We started that morning and weighed ourselves and at the very end of the night, we weighed ourselves out and, and all three of us equally gained five pounds. I like that. That's hilarious. I want to do that. Have a way off before and after Thanksgiving dinner. That sounds awesome. I don't want to know how much I weigh after Thanksgiving dinner. No, thank you. I already don't know one. I already don't want to know how much I weigh. Yeah, I do. That's a great point. I, I haven't weighed myself in a long time. Don't want to start now. Not happening. So we're sharing Thanksgiving traditions. What is yours? So my brother and I, every Thanksgiving, we would always play tackle football with the neighborhood kids at the park. We would put our cleats on, no helmets, no shoulder pads, nothing. And we would just beat the daylight out of each other every single Thanksgiving morning. Kids are resilient. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how hard we used to play? If we did that now, we'd We'd be, end up in the hospital. I'd, I'd break an arm, pull a hamstring. Oh, no, I would probably have to take the whole next week off. And it's just so funny because our parents would be like, yeah, go to the park. Having no idea that we're just <laughs> tackling each other and being complete animals to oh, each other. They knew. <laughs> yeah. They knew. They wanted you to get that energy out. Uh, Amber, did you have any Thanksgiving traditions when you were a kid or maybe you do now? Um, so we, we definitely did have Thanksgiving traditions in my family. Uh, my cousins and I, after Thanksgiving dinner, was over we'd go line up for black friday shopping nice. and i we would go black friday shopping every single year and i'm sad i don't get to do that because it was definitely a tradition we'd get starbucks and always get a peppermint mocha maybe that's where my love for peppermint mocha comes from yeah. 
Uh, so it's fun. it was fun. I, I, I miss my family a lot during yeah. the holidays. And, and I totally understand where you're coming from with that. And most stores are closed on Black Friday now, so it's a lot different than how it used to be. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do it without my family. Yeah. Uh, they protect me. From the crazies out there. The flying plasma screen TVs <laughs> yeah. and all the shouting and yelling. <laughs> so we're sharing Thanksgiving traditions. Here's what you said on Facebook.com slash Froggy929. Abel from Bennett Valley in Santa Rosa said, We watch Christmas vacation after we eat. Uh, Keith from Runner Park said, My dad always makes his handmade ravioli. Kathy from Clear Lake says, We always watch a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. So when have you assumed something and it got you in a little bit of trouble? Something happened to me this weekend. Oh, no. So this Saturday, I was out running some errands. My fiance, Cole, calls me and says, hey, can you go pick up some food for us? I called the Mexican restaurant across the street. It'll be ready when you get there. So I pull up to the Mexican restaurant. I see a sign on the door that says cash only. I don't have any cash. Uh-oh. So I go across the street. I try to go to ATM. That ATM's down. I go to another ATM, get cash, run back to the restaurant. They said, we don't have your food. Maybe it's the place around the corner. There's hmm. literally another little market around the corner. So I walk over there. They don't know what I'm talking about. I walk back to that restaurant, and they said, we, we, don't, we don't have your food. So and where I said, did well, you well, I was like, well, why, why not? What's the situation here? So I called Cole, and I was like, hey, where did you order from? And he was like, Las Mocajetes. I was like, I'm not at Las Mocajetes. And I was like, why don't you tell me which restaurant you <laughs> ordered from? And he was like, I just assumed you would know. What? I was like, I'm not a, I'm not a mind reader, honey. You said across the street. I thought you meant this one. He was like, no, that one's across the street. And I was like, okay, there are five Mexican restaurants in a walking distance from us. You gotta be specific. And he was like, hey, you assumed, I assumed, we assumed it's no one's fault. Yeah, that's not a good situation. You gotta just say what restaurant you're going to. That's like... (laughs) I also could have asked, I guess. Yeah. Uh, We both assumed. Yeah. He was right. It happens. I can't be mad. (laughs) I was mad because I was hungry. And I was on this like deep, dark adventure to try to find the Mexican food that we had ordered. Assuming things is tough because you think you're on the same page with somebody and then uh, just things happen. That's literally what I got. I got a text from him that said, sorry, I thought we were on the same page. (laughs) It happens. I mean, do you guys always go to the same restaurant when you get Mexican food? No. That's the thing. I was just like, okay, maybe we're trying something different or I I don't know what I, again, I assumed. <laughs> See, if you guys went to the same place all the time, then I'd be like, yeah, why weren't you guys on the same page? But if you're going to different Mexican restaurants, then the assumption's going to bite you. I know. Has this ever happened to you? Um, This situation, no, but I've definitely assumed something and it got me in trouble. When I was a kid, I assumed that when you were done with field trips, you just got to go home. Well, we had half a day field trip. And so we go to the field trip half the day then you come back and learn for the rest of the day i assumed it was okay just to go home after the half a day field trip so i walk home and my mom calls me and she goes why aren't you at school right now oh you skipped (laughs) (laughs) got something to say call me up you can get on the radio call froggy 92.9 and tell amber and tanner in the morning right now 6361hop 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9.
Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Marcy. Marcy has Christmas decorations up already, so Barry Martindale's going to demand that she takes them down. Hello? Hi, is this Marcy? This is Marcy. Who's this? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling you about your home in Runner Park. I have a report in front of me that says that you decorated for the holidays already. Yes, I uh, did. It is way um, too early in your neighborhood to decorate for the holidays. Uh, I'm sorry to be rude, but I don't, I don't think anybody asked your opinion. Uh, it's my house and I pay my mortgage. So what, what is it to you? I don't understand. According to your HOA agreement, you cannot decorate for the holidays until December 3rd. And it's not even Thanksgiving yet. I'm well aware, but again, I don't remember ever being told by the HOA that there was a start date for Christmas decorations. It's too early, and also neighbors have complained that your decorations look very old and dated. What? You what got mean old and dated. I literally just got all new decorations this year. Everything is new. I've tried the lights. There's not even a missing light. It doesn't look dingy or old. It's very beautiful. It's very appealing. I've gotten many compliments, so I don't know who these people are that called you, but I'm going to have to speak to somebody like on the board uh, at the HOA because this is ridiculous. Like, December 3rd next week, it's just a few days. Like, I don't know what the issue is. I'm looking at pictures of your home right now, and I have to agree, it looks dated, old, and tacky. I don't care what you think about how my decorations look. I like it. I bought them. I don't care who you call, and I don't care who doesn't like it. I'm keeping them up. So here's what we're going to have to do, because you're not working with me, Marcy. It seems like we're just going to have to take down your decorations. So while you're at work today, we will go ahead and do that and put them in boxes, and maybe a few things might break. Really? Oh, so you think that you, that's cute. You are not coming within 10 feet of my house, or I will call the cops on you. So no, there will be no one coming and touching my decorations. Well, if that's the case, I'll call nothing- the police and have them escort me, because you're being obnoxious. And insulted the way I decorated my house when I'm sure you live in a little shack, you little peon. He'd call me and tell me about my beautiful decorations. You have some nerve in your little office with no taste telling me how my house looks. <laughs> you were just a handful, no, no aren't you? It's not funny. It's hilarious. You're not funny. You know why it's hilarious? No, it's not hilarious. You want to know why it is? Why is it hilarious, you little twerp? You've been Martindale. Because my name's actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh my God, you are such a jerk. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Turkey for me, turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Turkey Day on Thursday. Uh, Question today is... How many dishes should you bring to a Thanksgiving dinner, to potluck, one you're invited to? Last night I was on my phone and I was looking at a recipe to make dessert dip. Have you seen these dessert dips that are like popular on TikTok and Instagram now, Tanner? I've seen some, but not a ton. There is one. I think I sent you one last night. It's an eggnog dessert dip. Oh, yes. And it's an eggnog dip that you like dip graham crackers in. It looks delicious. 
So I was thinking about making it and taking it to the Thanksgiving dinner I'm going to. But my fiance Cole scolded me. He was like, what are you looking at recipes for? We're already bringing two dishes. We don't need to bring any more. <laughs> Freaking out. Like, Cole, please calm down. It's okay if I bring three. I'm sure they would love it. I, I think two's not enough. He said two was plenty. There's going to be 15 people there. We don't need to bring any more. Yeah, the more the merrier. I don't think anybody's going to get upset with you for bringing more food. I'm trying to figure out why he doesn't want me to bring three. Do you think it's like a money thing or an effort thing? What, like, he thinks it's going to be bad? I think it's probably more of an effort thing. (laughs) I don't think he wants you to spend a bunch of time doing something if there might be double of something at Thanksgiving. And he just wants to you to save time because one of the perks of going to kind of a potluck Thanksgiving is that everyone doesn't have to overextend themselves. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. So you think that you think that two is enough, or do you think I should go with the dessert dip too? Hot take? I think <laughs> one's enough. Oh. I think just one because I'm anytime I've provided something for a potluck and I've brought more than one dish, someone else also brought the same thing. They always like theirs more than mine. See, typically I go uh, to a Thanksgiving where people register their dish and make hmm. sure that no one's bringing copies. I like that there's a register. Yeah. For it. Do you have to like make an account and be like, I'm bringing the casserole? They do. They use Evite. But the Thanksgiving you're going to this year, uh, that's not the case. But I mean, it's fine. I'm going to bring food and people are going to eat it. I like how organized people are getting with this. I cannot get over that. I know. <laughs> Where it uh, used to be, you know, calling someone on a landline said, don't forget the sweet potato casserole. <laughs> it's your job this year. Don't <laughs> forget, Sherry. And now you get a notification for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many dishes should you bring at Thanksgiving dinner? We asked on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Cadence from Santa Rosa said, I usually just bring one because most of the time, every other person is going to bring something too. Oh, Wendy from Santa Rosa said, I would bring a side dish and a yummy dessert. Mm. And Julie from Pengrove said, I think it depends on how many people I'm bringing. Pumpkin pie, two types of whipped cream, and cranberry sauce, all homemade. Oh, whoa. Amber and when sun comes Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. All right, <clears throat> Thanksgiving. I'm calling about Thanksgiving. We are hosting Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving miracle. So Butterball Turkey Talk Line operators are fielding a bunch of wild and crazy questions right now. And one expert says, her name's Samantha, said, quote, We get a lot of like, quote, I left my turkey in the car overnight questions. I put it in the bathtub to defrost questions. And Samantha's personal favorite was they left it outside overnight to defrost it and a raccoon got to it. You know what? The <laughs> bathtub to defrost it might not be a terrible idea. Just got to make sure to clean your tub ahead of time, right? We read some of these earlier and my favorite one was actually, could I put an electric blanket around my turkey to defrost it? <laughs> you know what? I like the way that people are thinking. Yeah, they're so really they- thinking outside the box. <laughs> Or outside the turkey. So if you work in customer service, we want to hear from you right now. What is a wild question or comment that you had to deal with from a customer? Amber, what about you? Uh, Luckily, I haven't encountered too many wild questions and customers, but I did work at a pharmacy for a little while in high school and in college. And this one lady asked me if she could open a Bible to see if it had gold pages. And I said, ma'am, it's in clear wrapping. I think what? you can see whether or not it has gold pages or not. And she said, I'm going to punch you in the face. She said that she's going to punch you in the face? I was like, I'm out of here. I'm done. Well, I'm out of here, man. How do you even react to that? I had a coworker that stepped in to help me. She apparently knew who the lady was. Thank goodness uh, for that. 
But yeah, that was the day I almost got assaulted. <laughs> yeah, but, Be careful what you say, you if know? You, if you work in customer service, we want to let you know that we appreciate you here on Amber and yeah, Tanner in the do. morning because you got to deal with some <laughs> wild stuff. Uh, what when, about you? When I worked at Little Caesars when I was... I think I was like 18 when I was working there. Uh, I had a customer come in and they were very dissatisfied with their pizzas. And they said, you know what? Let me go in the back right now and I'll cook it for myself. I was like, cook it for yourself? What do you mean? I will literally go in the back, make my pizza myself, and I guarantee you'll be better than the ones you make. And he started walking towards the kitchen. I was like, no, 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 you you can't do that. And he started making a giant fuss, made a giant scene. And so. Was it James Corden? Uh. You know, it kind of sounds like it. <laughs> Isn't that what he did at yeah. a restaurant he said, with I the might omelets? Need to go cook this myself. <laughs> well, so it's not only James Corden, but man, people get wild sometimes. <laughs> you sure it wasn't James Corden in uh, Little Caesars that day? <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. You never that would have been before he was famous. So I it could have been. Him, yeah. uh, Kim from Sonoma, you were telling us a customer actually flirted with you. Uh-huh. What happened? This guy came through my line, and he had a quarter in his ear, inside his ear, and I'm like. Can I ask you why you have a quarter in your ear? And he was like, that's so I could get your number, baby, so I can give you a call later. Yeah. I said, I have a boyfriend. I'm sorry. Have a good day. <laughs> Here we go. It's a brand new day. Wake up. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. Reggie from Healdsburg, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I am. This is how it works. We're going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. Reggie, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Sounds good to me. We'll try it again. (laughs) Reggie from Healdsburg, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? I don't know, Amber. I've lost three times to you, but I'm going to give it my best shot. Hey, that's we'll take it. Well, we'll take that. I like that. I like the positivity. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Amber is out of the studio. Her record's 557 wins and 46 losses. Reggie from Healdsburg, here's question number one. Harrison Ford will be in Indiana Jones 5. What character did Harrison Ford play in Star Wars? Oh, my God. That was so long ago. Um, (laughs) In a galaxy far, far away? Yeah, I can't remember it. Go ahead. Question two. Luke Holmes is going to release a new line of Crocs. Finish the lyric. Long neck, ice cold beer, never. Broke my heart. Correct. Question three. Elton John may not remain fully retired from performing. What country is Elton John from? England. Correct. Question four. Jason Aldean says that he lets his wife decide when to bring their children to his shows. Who did Jason Aldean collaborate with on the hit song Drowns the Whiskey? I'm going to say it wrong. Kelly Clarkson. Incorrect. And question number five. Elvis and Priscilla Presley's Palm Springs, California honeymoon home has been sold for 5.6 million bucks. Elvis had a famous home called Graceland. What city is Graceland in? Nashville. That is incorrect. I'm going to bring Amber back oh. in. Howdy. Amber, including his half a point bonus, Reggie from Healdsburg got two and a half out of five. Hello, Reggie. Hi. I'm a little rusty. <laughs> That's okay. It's a holiday week. All right, Tanner, let's do this. Question one. Harrison Ford will be in Indiana Jones 5. What character did Harrison Ford play in Star Wars? Um, (laughs) I know I'm doing finger guns like that's helping. (laughs) Choo, choo, choo. Uh, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. There's so much pressure. 
Han Solo. That is correct. Oh, right on the my money. Gosh. Oh. I was going to be so ashamed. <laughs> Reggie from Healdsburg got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question two. Luke Combs is going to release a new line of Crocs. Finish a lyric. Long neck, ice cold beer, never. Broke my heart. Correct. Reggie from Healdsburg is a Luke Combs super fan, so he also got that correct. <laughs> he better have gotten that one correct. We'd have had a problem. <laughs> Amber is up two to one. Question three. Elton John may not remain fully retired from performing. Amber, what country is Elton John from? He's from England. That is correct. Reggie okay. from Healdsburg also <laughs> got that correct. Amber, you're up three to two. Question four. Jason Aldean says that he lets his wife decide when to bring their children to his shows. Amber, who did Jason Aldean collaborate with on the hit song Drowns of Whiskey? Oh my gosh. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it Miranda Lambert? That is correct. Okay. Reggie from Healdsburg oh, got that sorry, incorrect. Reggie. Amber, you're now up four to two. And here's question number five for a clean sweep. Elvis and Priscilla Presley's Palm Springs, California honeymoon home has been sold for $5.6 million. Elvis had a famous home called Graceland. What city is Graceland in? Memphis. That is correct. Perfect five out of five for Amber compared to Reggie from Healdsburg. Two and a half out of five. Reggie, so sorry you're not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you gotta say the phrase. I'm definitely not wicked smarter than Amber. But guess what, Reggie? We're still giving you those tickets to see John Party. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Reggie, you're going to see John Party and Party Hardy thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning at Froggy 92.9. Who's hungry? Definitely us, too. Oh, yeah. Studio. <laughs> but Miranda Lambert is sharing her passion for food now. Yesterday, she announced her upcoming recipe book or cookbook, which is going to be out April of next year. It's titled, Y'all Eat Yet? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the pretty bleeping kitchen. I love that. I can't that is say so it. funny. I can't say the word it actually is. But yeah, the book's called Y'all Eat Yet. And once again, it's going to be out next April. So it's going to have a lot of comforting recipes passed down from generation to generation in her family. And she's also going to share family stories on stage and off. And, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a good book. I think I'm going to definitely purchase this one and have it on my coffee table. But... Tanner, if you could have a cookbook, kind of like what Miranda's doing, what would be in this cookbook and what would it be titled? I think it would be titled The Average Food for the Average Joe, <laughs> Tanner's Recipes. He's thought about this before I can tell. I, I definitely have. <laughs> I'd like to get this launched by 2030. Oh, wow. I got a little minute because I am on a journey to become a world-class chef after all. Um, and the first recipe that would be in it is Tanner's world-famous chili mac. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy. You just get Kraft mac and cheese. You mix it with any chili that comes in a can, mix it together and throw some extra spices in it, throw some extra cheese in it, and I'm telling you, it's the best thing on planet Earth, <laughs> or at least top five. Okay, yeah. I, I've had it before. It's pretty good. It's great. I, I was, I questioned it. I was unsure. I was hesitant to try the chili mac. Chili mac's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you said that because everybody judges me about the chili mac until oh. they try it. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I judge you. <laughs> what about you, I Amber? I was like, how can this sustain you for months on end? <laughs> I okay. ate it once for like the only thing I ate for six months. I'm between the two t- I'm between the two titles for my cookbook. All of a sudden, Amber made a cookbook <laughs> or uh, Tater's going to Tate. The cookbook of mash or cookbook of potatoes. I don't know. I'm I like working, Tater's gonna Tate. I'm gonna work on the title, but it's gonna be a cookbook of all the different ways you can make potatoes mm. because I have very passionate about potatoes. I know you necessarily aren't, but there might be a couple things in there for you, Tanner. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> Honestly, I know how to make hash browns. I know how to make... Uh, that's about it. Okay, well, maybe Taylor's Gonna Tate by Amber Henderson might help you out there. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9.